Thanks for joining us today for the Anchor Daily. We are reading through the books of Acts, learning about the early church and the unstoppable power of the gospel. Listen close as we dive deep into Luke's and Paul's accounts. According to Billboard magazine, the number one best-selling album of all time is, drumroll please... The Eagles' Greatest Hits, 1971 through 1975, followed closely by Michael Jackson's Thriller, which, in many ways, is the Greatest Hits album all on its own. In Greatest Hits albums, you will find popular, well-known songs with recognizable lyrics. Some of Paul's most recognizable writings are found in his letter to the church in Philippi. There are, according to one list maker, 104 verses in his letter to the Philippians that qualify as popular. Greetings, friends. I'm Mark Wasmeller. I'm excited to have this opportunity to introduce Paul's letter to the Philippians and provide you with a little bit of background. The city of Philippi was located in Macedonia, which is now part of present-day Greece, and played a very important role in the Roman Empire's military. When the Romans conquered Greece, Philippi became a Roman colony. Residents of the city, except for slaves, became Roman citizens with special privileges such as not having to pay taxes to Rome. So much like Rome was Philippi that it was often called Little Rome. And many Roman soldiers chose it as their home and never returned to Italy. Like any other Roman city, it was a place of religious paganism before the gospel arrived and a place of persecution after the gospel took hold. The background for Philippians is found in Acts chapter 16, which tells us about Paul's visit to Philippi and the establishment of the church there. Philippi's Christian beginnings were exciting and dangerous. Paul tried to preach the gospel in Asia Minor like Timothy and Silas, but the Holy Spirit sovereignly stopped them. Then they attempted to go to Bithynia, which is modern-day Turkey, but again, the Holy Spirit prevented them from doing so. So as a result, they went to Troas and waited for God to speak to them. It was there that God gave Paul and his companions a vision. They were to go west, into Greece, thereby opening the door for the introduction of the gospel and the spread of the gospel to Europe. In many ways, the book of Philippians is thought of as Paul's most tender and delightful letter. It is filled with expressions of praise, confidence, joy, and rejoicing. In fact, the word joy or rejoice is used 16 times by Paul in this letter. His letter warms the heart like few others. As we read it, we see the very heart of the Apostle Paul and his love for Christ, his love for believers, his love for unbelievers, and his love for the ministry, and his special affection for the believers in Philippi. Paul was a polarizing individual in the eyes of many people. As a result, he was often perceived as aggressive, dominant, and arrogant. This letter, however, reveals the true nature of his character. For those who knew Paul, they dearly loved him. It was no surprise that Philippians is the favorite book of many Christians. Chapter 2, verses 5 through 11 of Philippians contains probably the most succinct and all-encompassing summary of the gospel message that you will find anywhere. The Greek text presents it as a poem with everything that precedes it, and everything that follows it, woven around it. For Paul, after his conversion, Christ was the center of his very existence. 
and the center of his writings. He wrote exhorting believers to strive, as he did, to model Christ in everyday life. As I read Philippians 2, 5-11 from the NASB, listen to the verses. Think about Paul's life. What similarities do you notice between his life and that of his and our Savior Jesus? Have this attitude in yourselves, which was also in Christ Jesus, who, although he existed in the form of God, did not regard equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself, taking the form of a bondservant, and being made in the likeness of men, being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. For this reason, also, God highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name which is above every name, so that the name of Jesus every knee will bow, of those who are in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and that every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Be sure to listen to Anchor Daily next week, as on Monday and Tuesday, Matthew Hassler and Crystal Peterson will dive into this warm and wonderful letter from Paul to the believers in Philippi. Let's close with Paul's prayer to the Philippian church. I thank my God in all of my remembrance of you, always, in every prayer of mine for you, all making my prayer with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. And I am sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. It is right for me to feel this way about you, because I hold you in my heart. For you are all partakers with me of grace, both in my imprisonment and in the defense and confirmation of the gospel. For God is my witness, how I yearn for all of you with the affection of Christ Jesus. And it is my prayer that your love may abound more and more with knowledge and all discernment, so that you may approve what is excellent and so be pure and blameless for the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. Listen tomorrow as we encourage each other through God's Word. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so because we would love to continue to grow with you. We'd also like a chance to connect further with you. If you go to Bethel.ch, you can find all sorts of ways to serve, worship, and learn together.